Chapter 14 of the Social Settlement Movement in Chicago by Josephine Hunt Raymond. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 14 The Social Settlement as a Place of Exchange. The social settlement is primarily a place of exchange. To those unacquainted with its real life, the inner life, where personalities come together and where the real work of transformation goes on, the settlement appears to be a philanthropic enterprise in which the benefit flows from one source alone, the settlement workers. Nothing is farther from the truth. The benefit is mutual. Settlement residents of wide experience testify that they have gained quite as much lasting good from the community whose life they are sharing as they can possibly have given. It is natural to dwell upon the objective value of the social settlement. One can readily recognize the advantages accruing to a poor and ignorant community from the advent of a few cultivated people who have come to share with the neighborhood their own superior mental and spiritual heritage. The tasteful rooms of the settlement house reveal hints of beauty which, though unattainable in many meager homes, refine the senses and educate the taste. The atmosphere of friendly sympathy which pervades the settlement calls forth the confidence of the community, which once gained proves a powerful lever for the introduction of needed reforms. Acting as a socializing force, the settlement brings together representatives of the various classes of society the feeling of distrust with which the poor regard the more fortunate melts away however slowly in the feelings of a common humanity first of all the settlement should exercise the socializing function class distinctions pale in the presence of the spirit of democracy which must constitute the very life of the social settlement Indeed, all the intellectual effort put forth in classes and clubs for the benefit of those who have missed the opportunities of education amounts to little if the teachers have not communicated something of their own ambitions and aspirations, as well as the mere text which they are trying to interpret. Lessons of morality and refinement may often be taught in terms of arithmetic and reading, if the instructors have spiritual vision. In the brief summary given in preceding chapters, an attempt has been made to describe the different lines of activity in which the various social settlements of Chicago engage. It has been seen that in some localities the need for civic reform seems most pressing, in others where the religious nature seems dormant, the people receive strong religious appeals. But whatever the predominating activity of the settlement, the end sought is the same, a quickening of the social consciousness of the community a discontent with bad social conditions, and a hunger for better ones. But what social service flows into the settlement house? On this point it is interesting to note the testimonies received in answer to a series of questions submitted to 83 persons who had been identified with settlement work. All show wonderful unanimity in their loyalty to the settlement and to the wider ideal of mutual social service. All agree that the knowledge gained in the social settlement is invaluable. The very existence of the settlement is a protest against existing conditions. Many people who are drawn hither by curiosity go away filled with the sickening knowledge that there are conditions of life widely different from their own, and that the suffering and sorrow of the poor call for recognition. A wider sympathy is gained by those who come face to face with the problems of poverty. 
one worker testifies when i am in the atmosphere of the settlement class distinctions seem so artificial that it seems possible to do away with them sometime everywhere else the settlement idea seems so foreign to people's minds that i think class distinctions will be done away with only when christianity has completed its perfect work another gives this testimony my attitude toward social and industrial problems has entirely changed from my experience in settlement work i have seen so much and heard so much that is entirely new to me my feeling toward the poor has changed from pity to a sense of honest comradeship and has made my life full of new hopes and aims i cannot be sufficiently thankful for the year i spent at the settlement another replies i had little or no knowledge of industrial problems before coming to the settlement and much of the little i have now came from work which i might probably have never done except for settlement influence still another testifies i felt more the needs of the people than before because what i had known before with my head i now understand with my heart i did not become a socialist but i did feel that many beneficent laws might be enacted which would ameliorate the condition of the poor without interfering with any rightful freedom or liberty of the community as a whole here are strong words from another resident of wide experience my first very close and direct contact during a winter of great stress with the underside of things produced a spirit of antagonism and bitterness to some degree toward those blinded by luxury and wealth and toward the careless and indifferent subsequent experiences have made me realize that the social question will in no degree be solved by sympathy toward one class to the exclusion of another pity and large-mindedness are needed quite as much in one as in the other i might multiply these testimonies in evidence of the value of social settlement work to the workers themselves many even bear witness to the fact that life in a settlement is far from being a life of deprivation separated though it be from uptown pleasures it is to me the happiest and fullest life that i know or can imagine one writes the true significance of a home was taught me there its best right to happiness and as the opportunity has come to me i have tried to make my own home such a centre as i learned to feel through settlement life that a home should be settlement life has its sparkles of merriment as well as its long serious days of hard work when the powers of body and mind are strained to the utmost effort people actuated by manifold motives come to the settlement feeling that there they shall supply every need of the human heart it stands in the eyes of the neighborhood for an institution where information of every conceivable kind may be obtained one man comes to be shown how to make sense of poetry another wants his wife converted to the evangelical faith another insists that the patrol wagon is kept here one neighbor requests that the residents of the chicago commons keep two dogs for him during an absence from the city a woman desires a refractory neighbor sent to jail another has been robbed of her chickens and urges that the head worker pursue and capture the thief but the plea which crowns all the others is that of a mother who announces that the baby has swallowed a half dollar and who wants to know how to recover the money the time is coming is indeed here now for many whose moral consciousness is quickening when men and women will go to the congested districts of great cities for inspiration and food for soul growth as the physically ill journey to the seashore into the mountains in quest of bodily rest and refreshment end of chapter fourteen